You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Hey guys, check. welcome to the Afterlife. Check, check. How are you? Dude, I got to turn up the volume. There it is. Um, hey guys, welcome to the Afterlife. I should do a voice like that, just like an old-timey announcer voice. Are we recording? We're recording. Okay. That's the strong intro. Hey guys, welcome to the Afterlife. Nice. Remember old morning radio used to be like that all the time? I think Stern was the one who broke that mold. Yeah. Everyone was just like, hey guys, we're here with Rocky and the Slug. It was always like names of animals or like instruments. News anchors still do that shit. They do? A little bit. Like broadcast news? Yeah. Yeah. Neil Brennan used to have that great bit where he talked about the reporters for BBC. Their voice, the way their, their timber and their accent is so depressing. Like, today in Jalalabad, we had people die by the hundreds. Uh, blah, 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 blah. He goes, it could be the best news in the world. Someone's going around the valley giving blowjobs. <laughs> um, anyway, here we are. I am with Tommy Wakefield, and um, we have a mandate for this episode. We haven't had a, a, a Tommy Bill episode in a while. Sure. I gave you first billing. What the fuck is that about? I got to my, I gotta talk to my therapist about that. <laughs> um, the patron for this podcast, uh, she wants us to talk. Uh, some politics. Yeah, I know we're you on love commission that. right here. We're on commission. This is a commission job. Bill offered me weed, and I started smoking it too fast and took it away from me. <laughs> I know, and you already got that nice little weed smile. But we're going to we're going we're <laughs> to take up again. That smile, <laughs> I can't take it off my face. We just here's the best thing about weed. Uh huh. Even if you're being yelled at and disciplined, it, it never feels like it hurts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Weed is the shit, man. But like, I think it's just mostly good vibes. Like, I have homeless people offer me weed regularly. Do you take it when I'm skating? No, not really. But I'll not just really. be like skating somewhere, <laughs> and I'll go past like some dude like who's clearly hey, man, down on his weed. luck, and yeah. he'll just offer me a hit of the blunt. You got it. <laughs> like take that's it, crazy. Man. I'm like that is crazy. Clearly, this is a drug of kindness. It is. <laughs> you know? How great would that be if colleges, if instead of kegs everywhere, they just had bongs? Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret, Bill. They, they, got, they got both. They got both. But yeah. I mean, in general, like frat parties. If they right. were just like, no beer, just No weed. beer, only weed. And instead of beer, they had like liquid THC. Something like that. That yeah, might be no one would problem. get laid. Everyone would just no get would enlightened. Ever, no one would ever get raped. That's for sure. That's true. Because whenever I've been on weed and I'm with a girl, if she's like, I don't know, I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. I get <laughs> yeah, super conscious here, of everyone's feelings, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you don't ever feel that aggressive. Um, we should get sponsored by a weed outlet. A weed outlet, is that a thing? Anyway, um, so <laughs> our mandate is from a Republican in Texas. Okay. A very sweet girl. who wants She's us a Republican. She's a Republican. Interesting. And she's a fan of the pod. That's crazy. And I think mostly you, Tommy. Why a fan it, of me. Why is it all these girls are fans of Tommy? And they're like lukewarm to me. Because I'm woke, baby. Ugh. But <laughs> woke isn't even the term that you're supposed to use now. That's what the Republicans used. Yeah, but they're stupid. Well, not, not our beautiful patron. I just mean like... <laughs> 
I'm, we're taking it back. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Good cover. So she wanted us to talk about what's going on right now with the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. With the nomination of Amy Coney Barrett. Right. A lot of people say Amy Comey Barrett, which bugs me. Get it right. Coney. Waffle Cone. Waffle Coney. A-C-B. Now, I have mixed feelings about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. Okay. She seems like a fine, upstanding lady. Nah. <laughs> there is something there is something weird going on in American politics where the biggest thing that you can say to denounce someone is that they're Catholic. Remember it used to have to be a sex scandal. That's strange. That a, seems so outdated. Like people were mad when JFK was Catholic. I figured we would be past that by now. Yeah. I feel like we were past the Catholic thing. Then everything was everyone was cool with Jewish, Catholic, Christian, whatever it is, and now we're back in this weird, quote unquote, woke arena where religion is just more hegemony, and religion is more is another way to suppress and oppress people, the disenfranchised masses, as it were. And I have mixed feelings about that because I think religion is very important. Sometimes I listen to Bill Maher on his show because people say I look like him. What? I don't get that. I don't get that, but I get it a lot. Um, and his whole atheism is just another brand of religion. It's like he's religious about his atheism. He's very adamant about his atheism, and there is no God, and blah, these stupid religious people. And I start going, oh, right. shut up. Sure. Like, he's he takes drugs. He's done mushrooms. You don't believe... If, how can you take mushrooms and not believe there is some spirit guiding the universe? I don't get it. Yeah, I kind of buy into that a little bit. Yeah. So he had his show, Real Time with Bill Maher, and he just went on this rant about how she's a nutbag. I think he used the word nutbag or nut job. Sure. And I actually, for the first time, I just, I just couldn't even watch it. I was like, ugh, enough. Enough of you railing against religion. Yeah, Bill Maher, to me, is a little cringe anyway. He's not my favorite. Yeah. Unless he wants to give me a writing job, in which case I love yeah, everything he's ever done. Yeah, he is good. I mean, that, by the way, what a great job to have gotten on. Yeah. Early on, just a writer for Bill Maher. Because I imagine, you know, it's pressure, but it's once a week. It's not like the Daily Show. It's not that much pressure. No one watches it. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking with I you. mean, it's been running so long. As people, um, <laughs> the John Oliver Show, I think, would probably be a little bit more intense. Because that's just yeah. like shot out of a cannon. Anyway, so Amy Coney Barrett. She seems like a nice lady. You disagree, Tommy. Why is that? I mean, she seems as nice as any right-wing fanatic who is going to apply laws that oppress people. And, like, you know what I mean? I don't know what you mean. Like, she's a pro-lifer. She's Mm -hmm. very far right-wing on all the issues. She's not going to rule moderately on anything. You know what I mean? The effect that she will have will be disastrous for anyone who is not a religious evangelical. You know what I mean? And because of that, I don't give a shit if she seems like a nice lady. You know what I mean? I don't care what her cookies taste like. You know what I mean? I don't supposed to be delicious. I don't care like if she always says please and thank you. The laws she will be enacting are like fundamentally against what I believe in. Well, Tommy, here's where I'm going to take umbrage at what you just said. Okay. She's not enacting laws. 
Yes, she is, though. She's, She's legislating in. on the Supreme she Court. She is not legislating on the Supreme yes, Court, Tommy. she is. She is listening to a case that is being litigated, and she's deciding on precedent or existing law where it lands, right? Even sure. people who are... But her interpretation... Like, this is what bugs me about all these fucking Supreme Court people, because they all do the same thing, even like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, even people on the left, they all claim... They're like originalists. I'm a constitutionalist. You know what I mean? I yeah. I'm free from bias. I'm objective, right? I view everything through the lens of the law. I'm my own personal opinions are um, irrelevant because mm-hmm. I'm so pure-hearted. But that's bullshit. You're talking about the Republicans. I'm talking about the Republicans and the Democrats. They both do it. Who's the justice? When will we admit that every Supreme Court justice is clearly biased, clearly your own personal politics are going to affect how you make decisions? It happens for every single judge. Scalia claimed, oh, I'm an originalist, I'm a constitutionalist. But if you look at his actual voting record, depending on how he feels about any individual issue, that's how he rules as a judge. Mm-hmm. So that's what Amy Coney Barrett will do. So if it, something like Roe v. Wade comes on the docket, she will go with her gut regardless of what the constitution says she will come up with a way to make the constitution fit her own agenda that's what they always do i mean that isn't what they always do tommy even if you look at rbg Mm -hmm. some of her stuff she goes back and forth in ways she doesn't toe the liberal line all the time right sometimes she goes well this is what the precedent says this is the law because my experience, mm-hmm. and I'm going to lord my experience over you now, Tommy, with okay. the legal system, which was two and a half years of being in court, <laughs> was that it's an amoral system. And right. I don't mean immoral. I mean, it's amoral. They don't give a shit that I'm a single dad who wants to give my apartment to my daughter when I pass away. They just go, what's the law? What's the precedent? What precedents can lawyers bring up to argue their case? And I have to look at that and decide based on that. And if you make a decision that is just appalling, there is a little bit of supervision. People are going to call you out on that shit. So the difference with the, from my understanding, the difference with the justices, who's who's the big liberal justice? Everyone? Is it Roberts? Who's the one that everyone... Roberts is the, the head... He's a swing guy? Is he the... Justice. The liberal justice, Sotomayor, is still on there. I mean, there's still four liberal justices, technically, right? Three. Three. Which is, is going to be 6-3. Because there are two different philosophies of being a Supreme Court justice, from my understanding. Mm-hmm. One is that you are a constitutionalist or originalist or textualist. I guess those are all the same thing, right? Right. But to me, that is bullshit. That's like dog whistle That's for just, being a racist. Not dog whistle <laughs> for being a racist. Just like, it's... Uh, it's just all fucking posturing and look how uh, objective I'm being, even though if you look at the voting record of these quote-unquote originalists, they just kind of vote how they want to vote. Well, if you look at the Constitution and you really look at it as a, like the Magna Carta of everything legal, sure, it does kind of fall into the idea of what a patriarchy is. It does have sort of... I mean, the Constitution, in general, could be regarded as a little bit racist, could be a little bit sexist. They had to make amendments to modify it, obviously. And then they bring up the idea of a super precedent. So, did you watch any of the hearings? Did you pay any attention? I didn't have time. 
because they kept trying to ask Amy Coney Barrett. I think the two things... I did see certain clips of her completely botching easy questions, though. How? Like, what are the five freedoms protected under the First Amendment? She couldn't answer that. Oh, really? Yeah. She's not that sharp. What'd she say? She didn't bring any notes because she's so fucking smart. She can answer the most basic questions. Yeah. Like, like that was so... That was a stunt. That was planned. She was going to show that blank page. That was... Exactly. That was a stunt. And then it flipped it on her because... uh, they were like, what are the five freedoms protected under the First Amendment? And she could name all of them but protest. How ironic. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So the three things that everyone's freaking out with ACB, it bugs me that people call her ACB because they're really ACBC. just... ACBC. <laughs> <laughs> they're riding on the RBG thing and they want to go, oh, we have our own initial uh, thing, which cringe. is based on Notorious B.I.G. So it's kind of like shitty. You know, it's like... Black Lives Matter, and then say, Blue Lives Matter. Well, just get your own fucking logo. Get your own fucking thing. Yeah, I agree. So, Although, although I mean, <laughs> Democrats don't own acronyms. <laughs> they don't? God damn it. The three things that everyone's worried about, one is Obamacare, two is gay marriage, and three is abortion. Right. Those. That's it. Big issues. Nothing else. And the election results. Yes, because the fear is, the, that was an interesting part of the hearings. They said, if the election is disputed, um, how will you, is it a conflict of interest, since Trump appointed you, is a conflict of interest for you to rule in a case involving Trump? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. And what she said was, I can't, it's hypothetical, I'm not allowed to answer hypothetical. Which is bullshit. That's what lawyers and judges do all the time in law schools, answer hypotheticals. But I don't know, because she said that none of the nominees in this process answered hypotheticals. Is that true? What? None of the nominees have ever answered a hypothetical? Brett Kavanaugh, hypothetically, would you rape a girl yeah. in high school? <laughs> hypothetically, of course. Do you like beer? Because I don't remember Brett Kavanaugh being any policy issues coming his way. It well, was all about like... There was, uh, I guess, a more pressing issue on the docket with Kavanaugh. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> and look, I'll be honest with you. I think that the allegation against Brett Kavanaugh was flimsy at best. And it was very clear that this woman, I don't want to besmirch her name, Christine Blasey Ford. I'm not saying it didn't happen. It's possible it when, happened. When it comes to the Brett Kavanaugh thing, if the case against him was so flimsy, why did they refuse to allow an investigation? Who did? The FBI? The Republicans. They, they refused to allow an investigation. And if the accusations were so flimsy, why not let them do the investigation? I thought there was an investigation. Mm-mm. There, was, there was the hearings where he testified that it didn't happen, and then Blasey Ford said that it did. But in terms of actual FBI investigation, they refused to allow it to happen. Uh, Kavanaugh himself did not answer all the questions. Blasey Ford did answer all the questions. You know, maybe maybe it did, maybe it didn't. I don't know, but I do know that they were acting sketchy about it. Well, I also heard and read that Christine Blasey Ford, one of the reasons she decided to come forward, other than the emotional pain that she may or may not have suffered, was because she was really concerned about Roe v. Wade. Sure. That was a motivating factor. The fact that that was a motivating factor, then that becomes a conflict of interest. It's for clearly testimony. partisan. I'm not yeah. going to act like she's not a democratic leaning lady trying to keep him off the court. Yeah. 
And I guess she said, well, this happened and this will be the way to get him off the court. It just bums me out because whenever there's accusations, you want, you want them to be cogent and you want them to be, you know, vetted enough that they make a lot of sense. And as you're rooting for her, going, yeah, let's hear your story. She's like, I don't know what year it was. I don't remember the house necessarily. Here are my friends and all her friends are like, I don't remember this shit. Right. So the FBI investigation would entail what? Because she had no witnesses come forward on her behalf. Good question. Why are they so afraid of it then? Wouldn't it have been easy for them to just be like, yeah, let's do the investigation with the FBI since this woman's accusations are clearly not credible? Tommy, I'm not smart enough to know the answer to that question. I'm dumb enough to see that the answer is clearly (laughs) yes. Okay, maybe. Maybe there's someone who has a, you know. Um, So in terms of the Obamacare thing, if Trump gets reelected, it's gone, obviously. Right. I think everyone knows that. Right? Yeah. But, now, but don't forget that he's going to replace it with the best, something cheapest, even better. It's going to be the best health the care. Cheapest, better. You're going to pay no that. money. We're all going to be cured. Oh, if I could, I would do the plan. Right now. Probably, probably the best plan ever. But uh, so good, so good, so cheap. The reason we haven't implemented a plan or even put forth any type of plan is because we wanted to be so good and so, so cheap good. in a way that could never even be possible. I wrote it down on a Southwest Airlines napkin, and uh, it's so good. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's not there. It doesn't exist. I took a nap. The stewardess threw away my plan. I had a plan. It was the best plan. Yeah. So. I yeah, think it's all a, lies. <laughs> I think there's a solid chance if Trump gets reelected, it's Which gone. he won't. He probably won't. He probably However, won't. this Hunter Biden stuff is getting a little bit of traction. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. It's too late. You think so? Way too late. A lot Trump's of people, finished. A lot of people say that the Comey thing was what really sunk Hillary when he came out, a, was it a week or two weeks before the election, with a like, hey, remember that creep Anthony Weiner? Well, now there's a picture of him with a boner next to a baby. And that just kind of sunk everything because his computer was compromised, I guess. Right? Isn't that what happened? They found stuff to, on... To Hillary or Anthony Weiner? Anthony Weiner's... Or Habedine, whatever the... Habedine? The woman who was Hillary's right-hand woman. Her email, which I guess he shared with Anthony oh, Weiner... wait. The DNC lady? No, she was the... Um, Habedine... The one who was married to Anthony Weiner. And she was Hillary's, like, right hand. Not Wasserman Schultz. Mm-mm. No, this is a whole other thing. Oh, uh, I, don't, I don't remember. Yeah, but that was enough for people to send everyone to tailspin, and the polls got a lot tighter after that. Right. So, yeah, hopefully the Hunter Biden stuff doesn't get traction. It is. I do want to do a quick yeah, but segue to, to that. To me, the Hunter Biden thing is like, oh, Biden's kid is corrupt? Fucking Trump has four corrupt kids. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, we're way past Biden is corrupt. Yeah, no shit. He's been corrupt from the jump. That's why I voted against him in the primary, because I'm not an idiot. Trump is also hella corrupt. Yes. They're both too monstrous, but at least Biden isn't a complete dipshit. Yeah. Maybe he is, but his cabinet won't be complete dipshits that all are like stabbing him in the back and writing books about what a shitty person he is. You know what I mean? Like... I don't care if Hunter is corrupt. Yes. But with Hunter being corrupt, there is quote unquote evidence that some of this money that Hunter collected went to quote unquote the big man who is Joe Biden. So some of the money from Hunter's collective services, wherever the fuck he did, just Uh picking up pallets of cash actually went to Joe Biden. 
that could be pretty dispositive. Trump still hasn't separated himself from his businesses as president for four years. What is this argument? I know. I don't know. Trump is the most corrupt president we've ever had. He still owns all of his businesses (laughs) as president. Jimmy Carter had to divest himself from his peanut farm yeah, because everyone was up in arms about corruption. Trump still fucking owns a billion dollars, so he claims, of businesses and assets as the president and is actively legislating for his own benefit. Of course. So I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Maybe other people will. Well, really- But they're hypocrites. It's about that. It's about the fact that is this going to make an effect? Is it going to- change people's minds are they going to go oh now we have hillary part two we have another crept like the people in the middle of the country who may be on the fence and those people do exist they do sure the ken bones of the world the people watching fox news and they're going to run the hunter biden story nonstop, nonstop until the fucking election and it's it I, i it's also very weird that this computer was left at a computer repair shop and he never picked it up and then somehow it got into Wait, the hands. What? That's what happened. So Hunter Biden, this is how crazy this story is. Hunter Biden had a computer. He took it to a computer repair shop in Delaware uh-huh. and left it there. Now that's all proven. They have the signatures and everything. Like, okay. Allegedly. Who knows? Hunter Biden's an idiot. He is an idiot. And the guy who runs the I mean, computer he's no shop, Eric Trump. He's but no Eric Trump. <laughs> continue. Um, who is in the closet gay, by the way. <laughs> I know people went to college with him, but that's another story. Anyway. He, um, the guy who owns a computer shop is blind. So what? I don't know what the hell is going on. It, what it, is this? It sounds crazy. Like the guy's blind. How do you even know that there's shit on the computer? How do you even know it was Hunter Biden's? I think this guy is getting paid off somehow. This so a blind guy. guy with an old abandoned computer that Hunter Biden used to have a decade ago comes forward with what? Well, he gives it to the FBI and somehow, why? Because they're investigating them. I don't know how he gave it to the FBI. He, he he. I guess he turned it on. He fixed it. I guess <laughs> he's blind. Saw emails that said, "Hey, I want to pick up a lot of money from Ukraine. Party time, cocaine blow." And there's videos of him like. Okay, there, apparently there's a, a a picture of him on his bed, passed out, next to a quote unquote hooker. I don't know how they know. Oh, it's a I've hooker. seen those pictures. Yeah. Of him looking like, has like suave, like a movie star. Yeah, those. But then there's one who's lying in bed with a crack pipe in his hand. First of all, how are you asleep smoking crack? That didn't make any sense. What? Like, you wouldn't pass out with a crack pipe. Sounds planted. Sounds <laughs> fake. Opium. Yeah. So, who knows what the fuck is going on. But anyway, um, if it's enough. And then there's also the whole counter, uh, counter research that's saying this is... Like Could the be. Trump kids aren't doing cocaine. Oh, of course. Get out of here. There's a, like, yeah, did you look at fucking uh, Donald Trump Jr. and his crazy wife licking their, <laughs> licking their lips with red eyes, screaming into the goddamn microphone at the, the RNC? At the RNC. Yeah. yeah, they were hopped up on something. So um, <clears throat> is it going to convince people is a real thing? Is it going to convince the sheep of people who don't know what to do? And is it going to sway Democrats enough to feel like oh my god i can't handle this corruption i gotta vote for trump probably not no (laughs) nobody trump here's the thing trump to me isn't getting any new voters you can maybe uh persuade people not to vote 
But I don't think Trump's getting any new voters at this point. And, like, the town hall he did was a disaster. Yeah. Every time he opens his mouth, he just, like, drops in the polls at this point. Because he's such a doofus. And after the COVID thing, whatever, like, drugs they have him on, have him just totally loony. Yeah. I will say this. He doesn't look as orange. He looks which, great. Which I appreciate. I'm like, wow, you're less orange now. You look good. Um, the one woman's like, you have such a handsome smile. They probably, <laughs> the people at the tanning salon probably don't want to get near him because he's contagious. <laughs> that might be why. Who knows? That's so funny. Oh my God. So, Amy, back to Amy Coney Barrett. And Okay, so Hunter Biner thing, that might be a non-issue. It could be Russian disinformation, which is one theory. <laughs> sure. It's like everyone just claims fake news on, on either side. Yeah. They're like, they just go, oh, can we just pull the fake news card? Will that work? All right, fake news. And then... I'm, I'm really at the point where, like, we are in a post-scandal world. Because of Trump. Because of Trump. Because there are so many scandals that you're kind of like, is it because people don't believe the scandals or because the scandals happen, they're like, ah, politics. I feel like people are just exhausted. <laughs> people are exhausted and they don't give a fuck. And we're exhausted because of Trump. Yeah. And so... Now, the only thing I'll say further about the Hunter emails is I don't put it past Biden to be corrupt. No. Hell no. And taking He's that bad. money. And knowing 100% what was going on with Hunter Biden. Because there's three levels. One is like, he didn't know what was happening. He knew what was happening and turned a blind eye. And he knew what was happening and he took a little bit of cash. Two uh, of those are pretty bad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the You're details. Like, I don't fucking care. I'm not going to look into it. Who gives a shit? And I could, I could buy that. That's fine. Who cares? Moving on from Hunter Biden. I would say there are bigger problems with Biden than, uh, than his son's supposed corruption the fact that he's gonna be counting marbles in the corner in two years shit yeah, his, shit is depends i gotta say biden's been looking better he has been they he, probably got in him. his town hall he looked good he was giving good answers yeah he's looking i don't i mean i dare i'd say presidential he was looking <laughs> coherent <laughs> or as trump says what's the big deal about looking presidential anyone can look presidential who cares what I do is so much harder than looking presidential. You mean like a fucking idiot? <laughs> um, okay, so the Hunter Biden thing aside, we have Obamacare. Obviously, Obamacare is already kind of tripping and stumbling across the finish line as it is. I used to be on Obamacare years ago, and it was really shitty insurance. It's bad. It was really bad. Thanks to the Republicans. But this is before they even kill the mandate. No, it's always been bad. It's been bad from day one because of the Republicans. That's why Trump's plan, let me tell you something. And again. let me, not just because of the Republicans, because of the Democrats' over-eagerness to compromise with Republicans. Mm -hmm. and if it had been up to me, the Democrats would have passed the most progressive, generous, good healthcare plan of all time, and they would have put private insurance out of business. Because they had a supermajority and they could have done it, and that's why they got voted in. Yeah. But instead, they were like, "Oh, let's compromise. Let's do. Let's govern for the whole country. Let's do what everyone." So on you think the, the right? You wants. think the Democrats were just being nice? They were just being nice. Mm. Either one of two things: one, they were being nice because they're dumb. <laughs> two, they're bought by the private insurance companies. Those well, are the two options for sure. Probably a bit of both. 
I'm sure it's a bit of both. Yeah. People always forget when they think about Republicans, they think Republicans are beholden to corporate interests. And they forget that Democrats are also beholden to corporations because they totally. 100% are. Except for Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on AOC. They don't take dipshit. any money from anyone. And that's why I like them. Yeah. They, they could support the most heinous, fucked up policy of all time. I respect the fact that they're bought and paid for only by the citizens. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I will give that to AOC, although I think she's dumb. She's I, just not that smart. Come on. She is smart. She's. Ju- Have you seen the other politicians? Have you seen the Republican <laughs> politicians being asked just simple questions? Just because they have Southern accents, Tommy, doesn't make them dumb. You're from North Carolina. Don't Bill, be racist. I know a lot of people with Southern <laughs> accents. A lot of them are smart. Some of them are clearly dumb. I don't know how to tell the difference. And right. A lot of these Republican politicians <laughs> are clearly dumb. All right. So, Obamacare. That's issue number one. The second one is gay marriage. Now, they asked Amy Co- ACB, per the request of our patron, she likes to refer to ACB, <laughs> um, gay marriage. And one of the things that Amy Coney Barrett was asked, like, look, at this point in America, would you consider that a super precedent? Which I thought was a really great question. Yeah. Which is, Amy... There's no way we're going to go back on this gay marriage thing, right? And she said, I don't answer hypotheticals. And she said, yeah, it has to go in front of a lawyer. It has to be litigated. And I can't. And her argument, which I guess is a valid argument. I don't know. She says, if I say my position, it will give a motivation for people to bring a case in front of lesser courts in order to bring it to the Supreme Court. If I say oh, I'm opposed to gay marriage, then the people who are opposed to gay marriage are going to start a lawsuit for that purpose. If she goes, I'm for gay marriage, then it's going to cause people who are uh, part of the LGBTQ community to then try to enact more laws and to fight for more things that will get them more more rights. Which so God you're saying she dodged the question she like a question. coward. She dodged the question with a coward. Amy Coward Barrett. Ooh, that's a good one. Boom, got him. Tommy, you got your next tweet. The zing. It's going to get dozens of retweets. <laughs> um, and that was that was one thing where I thought like, ah, why couldn't you just say I consider that a pr- super precedent? Because she's a right winger. But Brett Kavanaugh, uh-huh. when they asked him about Roe v. Wade, because that's really at the end, that is the the ultimate question. Yeah. He said that is established precedent, which isn't Respect. really, which isn't really dodging the questions. His way of saying like, I have no reason to think otherwise. Probably because he's gotten a few abortions in his time. <laughs> Post rapes. <laughs> oh my, oh my gosh, Tommy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was maybe too And far. is he, is he Catholic too, Brett Kavanaugh? I don't know. I think, I think something like five or six of the justices are, are Catholic. Yeah. Which is well, I mean, it's the most popular religion, so I'm told. Yeah, so we're being run by a bunch of Catholics. It's very bizarre. So, um, and the gay marriage thing, I just can't imagine that would ever be reversed. Who would, who would take, because yeah, keep in mind, it starts as a legal case in a lower court and has to go up to the appellate court and then has to go to the Supreme Court. So there are a lot of levels it has to get to before it gets to the Supreme Court. Well, the thing I always hear about... Um Roe v. Wade also mm-hmm. being like this old super established thing is that they're not going to overturn it because that is what the Republicans run on every single year. It's like they're pro-life. We're going to get 
Roe v. Wade overturned. Uh-huh. So like that's a huge motivator for their voting base. Yeah. So if they ever overturn it, they will lose a lot of voters. They have nothing to talk about. They have about. nothing to talk about. <laughs> so they're going to just leave it intact. They'll find something else. Yeah. Like, can we re- can we reexamine this whole thing about black people having rights? Can we just look at that? Is it something we can talk about? No. People will be like, whoa, I'm, uh, the Roe v. Wade <laughs> thing was one thing. Now, I don't know enough about Roe v. Wade. I haven't read the docket. Is that the term? The dossier, the fucking brief? My my general understanding of it is that if it got overturned, then whether abortion is legal would become a state-by-state issue. Yes, which it sort of almost already is-ish. It is-ish in terms of in the red states, they make it very difficult to get an abortion and they make women go through things like almost like a, buying a gun in blue states. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they make you go through a waiting period and get interrogated by a doctor and they make the available clinics like 10 in the whole state. Yeah. So things like that. Apparently almost every clinic other than Planned Parenthood tries to talk you out of getting an abortion. Right. Yes. Because I've had a lot of friends in blue states who've gone to clinics and the people there were like, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. Here's a sonogram. Yeah, exactly. They make you look at little babies. Yeah. And Planned Parenthood, on the other hand, apparently is like... So, but the real issue isn't so much that it'll be a state-by-state issue, because if it's state-by-state, then what? You'll have those four or five states that are going to ban it, right? You're going to have like the Alabamas, the Mississippis, wherever it's goofy. Not a lot, right? Who knows? The real issue is the fact if you if you live in say Louisiana or Alabama, let's say they ban abortion, and you get one, and you get what one, what will the punishment be? That's the real issue. Sure. Can you be criminally prosecuted for getting abortion, and can a doctor yes. be criminally prosecuted? Por- if Roe v. Wade is overturned, then the answer I believe is yes. Which becomes a whole other issue because if you like, it, it becomes something like, can you cross state lines to get an abortion? No, I believe, but I also don't. I mean. This these are would these are examples of cases that would be brought before the Supreme Court, where very far right wing judges like Amy Coward Barrett <laughs> would would rule in favor of that. Yes, hypothetically, of course, I don't answer hypotheticals. Here's why I don't. I'm not really afraid of Roe v. Wade being overturned. First of all, I just don't think it will. I don't think that you have Clarence Thomas. Amy Coney Barrett, mm-hmm. and maybe one other justice that would be down for that. You're not going to get five justices that want to overturn Roe v. Wade. It just won't happen. Hard to say. Another thing is, I'm not a legal scholar, obviously. Sure, me <laughs> I'm neither. A shitty middle-aged comic in my backyard. But a lot of people I've talked to who are Democrats also say that Roe v. Wade was a very hastily and sloppy, sloppily decided case. And as a precedent, it's not the best precedent because it actually was not enough to sort of, A, make it a super precedent, or make it compelling enough to make it a federal law. So, I don't know, I don't, like I said, I don't know the intricacies of Roe v. Wade, but not this is what I feel. Scholar. Let's say, let's say Roe v. Wade gets, there's a case that starts, goes up through the court system, and because Trump has packed the court with all these conservative judges, let's say it gets sure. to the, now let's say in the Supreme Court, they overturn Roe v. Wade. Right, mm-hmm. and make a different precedent. I think what would happen in America and writ large, every blue state is probably going to triple the number of fucking clinics, clinics, 
and they will make it so they'll have NDAs, non-disclosures. They're going to make it so easy for anyone to come from one of these goofy hmm. red states and come to. I don't know to, about that. They why, will go why would out of the way. Oh, you mean just as um, like an overcompensation? Yeah, because the like states a, neighboring a, a don't prophylactic have for this. Yeah, they're going to be like, if if someone comes from Alabama, right, and they drive to. What's the next liberal? I don't know. Illinois. <laughs> Why? From Alabama, <laughs> you got a ways Where to drive. Can you go? Virginia. I don't know. Whatever it is. Whatever the next most liberal place is, and you get abortion. <laughs> Those know. doctors. There's not going to be a federal database where they're going to list that. They're going to be like, yeah, come in here. That's fine. We'll I think that's a, actually a very good point. If you do live in Alabama, you got to drive a long way. Yeah. Like you might. Shit, I mean, and will your mobile home get that? Far? I don't. I don't think North Carolina would ban abortions. No, I feel like. Li- I think. I think North Carolina's going to go blue. Yeah, for Biden. I mean, Virginia went blue. Virginia's yeah. kind of a blue state now. Uh, Florida might go blue too. Hard to say. Really, I just heard someone say that. I don't know why. I, on Facebook, some dizzy twat said that <laughs> the votes are in, and Trump has already won Florida. What? Based the on votes are in. What the fuck is she talking about? Like the majority, like based on mail-in ballots, Trump is already won. I don't know if that's just some trolling. counting the mail-in ballots yet. I don't know what this they is can't about. count the mail-in ballots to election day. Yeah. That's the whole issue. And also, if Trump wins Florida, that's not the end of the game, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I think that it will, women are 50% of the population. More, I, I think. Are they more? I think they're a little bit more, right? So maybe that was just my college. Fifty-two or fifty-five percent of women are not going uh, of the population is not going to lay down during this. So as a matter of fact, it could actually be the best thing to happen for abortion rights because people are going to really wake up to the problem of it and make it a real fucking issue. Yeah, but the the issue is it doesn't give like I don't know if people have noticed in this country. It doesn't give a shit what people want. It matters who's in power and what they want. Yes. And if the Supreme Court is 6-3 conservative, they get their way regardless of what people want. 70% of the country wants health insurance. We don't get it because the system is bought and paid for. Yeah. We don't get what we want. It doesn't matter what the percentages are. The Republican take on that, and I'm sure our patron would agree is that if you want that to be the case, then make the law. So if you look at Obama's presidency, then why didn't Obama put into law abortion protection? Why didn't he put abortion? Because Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade is a precedent. That's not a law. There's a big difference between a law and a precedent. If you make a law, a precedent doesn't fucking matter. It becomes the law. He could have done hmm. executive orders with it, perhaps, and he could have pushed to have make a law the legislation if he had a supermajority in the senate and the house he could have made legislation to make abortion legal but instead he went for obamacare he went for obamacare and i he barely got that done yes <laughs> but i think that there's a lot of people who believe okay look you don't like the precedent of roe v wade and you don't like the fact that's hinging on this one precedent then make a law because the supreme court doesn't make the law so we do have a legislative body whose point is to make laws. So your point is that if, yeah, but let's say Roe v. Wade gets struck down and they make a law, the Supreme Court would say it's unconstitutional if it's 6-3 because the Supreme Court can say any law is unconstitutional. And if we get to a place where we do have a 6-3 super conservative Supreme Court, 
let's say we want to get huge climate change uh, legislation going, something that would be restrictive to the individual liberties of, let's say, a corporation that wants to pollute the entire planet. They could strike that down because it's unconstitutional. When's the last time the Supreme Court struck down a a law that was legislated? They do it all the time. I mean, I don't my know. Understanding. Tell me one. Well, just for one example of things that having a super conservative Supreme Court can affect, things like campaign finance reform. Citizens United was yes. the Supreme Court, and now our whole system is entirely fucked. Yes. So we're going to get more decisions like that that put more power into the hands of corporations and uh, insurance companies and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Things are only going to get worse. The problem, the reason I don't have much of a problem with Citizens United is if you look at the people who've donated the most money mm-hmm. to candidates this year, most of the Fortune 500 billionaires, I think the top 10 billionaires, most of them donate their money to Biden. So, actually, Biden's benefiting from C- Citizens United. But didn't United. we just discuss that that's still a bad thing? I don't Not give, if Biden wins. I don't want Biden to win. <laughs> what do you mean you don't want Biden to win? I don't like Joe Biden. I know you don't like him. Joe Biden won the primary because of things like Citizens United, yes. giving him the enormous financial edge against Bernie Sanders. I gave Bernie Sanders like $200. Whoa. And I'm in debt. You know what I mean? <laughs> I gave him like a chunk of my paycheck every month because I needed him to win. Yes. My, I didn't even make a fucking dent. In, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's laughable. <laughs> and that's because Citizens United. I don't care that it's a Democrat getting the corrupt blood money. I want it out. I want it out on all sides. Yes. So that the people can make the decision. What was the upshot of Citizens was that the Was that the case that says that corporations are people? Corporations are people and therefore money is free speech. Oh, wow. Therefore, a corporation can give an unlimited amount of campaign donations. And uh, it, it basically means it used to just be individual donors could give money. Yeah. But now a corporation can give that same amount of money as an individual. But that money is being used for advertisements? Advertisements, uh, maybe merch, Maybe like transportation. Who knows? What probably uh, paying spies to kill opposition. <laughs> but it seems like most of the decisions are being made not because of commercials and advertisements and merch. They're being made because of disinformation campaigns, which are much more nefarious and not really covered by Citizens United. Right? I mean, I think most people would agree that the Rus- Russian disinformation campaign is a good reason why Hillary Clinton lost. Like that's definitely a part of why she lost. Sure, it had nothing to do with super PACs and PACs donating tons of money to make shitty commercials. Right? I mean, the super PAC thing still has an effect, though. It's not like that was completely... But do you think people are watching... I mean, look, when I'm on my Instagram and all of a sudden they show like a nice grill for a discount, uh-huh. I'm like, huh, I could use a grill. <laughs> my, my grill got stolen a couple weeks ago, if you noticed. And that's why you... Do you isn't that crazy? That's why you got the ad. Of course. That's fucked up. I heard me going, where's my fucking grill? I'm not getting grill advertisements. I'm going to now (laughs) because they're listening. So, but that's also, 
there is a void in a vacuum of a product that I want. So the advertisement is effective for me. I don't care that they get my information. I don't care that big tech has all my fucking information and they're going to directly advertise me based on some algorithm because they know what I want. That's fucking awesome. They send me ads for electric bikes all the time. Guess what? I bought a second electric bike. Do I need it? No. But that ad looks so good. I I. I care because I'm spending too much money. <laughs> I keep buying shoes. Aren't you a sentient human being with a prefrontal cortex? Can't you make decisions? No, I'm an idiot. <laughs> There's, this is super precedent that I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, these ads, I don't think they're particularly effective. So, if an av- so no one's going to be watching NFL football and have an ad where Trump comes on and goes, Guys, listen, I'm the best this country is so much better off everyone's doing so great I probably have the best plan ever and no one's gonna be like you know what he's got a solid point right there I'm gonna vote for Trump now I mean probably not yeah (laughs) I mean the super PACs as of yet that that Trump has and all the corporate money he's been getting hasn't been helping his poll numbers that's for sure okay Regardless of individual ads' effect on the election, you have to admit that if you have two candidates and one has a thousand dollars and one has ten million dollars, that makes a difference. It does make a difference. So and that's also, the end of the story. When AOC runs for president in ten years, right? Which she for sure will. She's got to. Well, how old do you have to be to run for president? Is it thirty-five? For, thirty-five or forty-five? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Right? Um, so she's going to run for sure in like 2032, wherever the fuck it is. So um, I like her. I have a little crush on her. Of course, she's she's definitely cute. Yeah, and, and if she's you can, charming. if you can fend off suicide enough, smart, listen Bill. to her voice. Ugh, that voice. Ugh. she's like a valley girl trapped inside the body of a Puerto Rican. She's smart. She's all right, smart. fine. Every, all the all the Republicans are wrong. If she wasn't hot, you wouldn't think she was so smart. <laughs> Why? I think the other Democrats who aren't hot and are women are smart. Okay, fine, Tommy. But my point is, when she's right for president... I got your back, ladies. <laughs> when she's right for president and she has an opportunity to take millions of dollars, she's going to fucking take it. she's, no, she's like, not. Yes, she will. Why hasn't she taken that money yet? Because she's not right for president. She doesn't need to. She's running for Congress against like someone who's had the district for... Like 40 years. And you know why she won? Because she went house to house. She won because she didn't take money. And people are tired of people taking money. You think people are really that cognizant of what's going on with campaign finance reform? Why do you think that I supported the Bernie campaign and went door to door knocking and like supporting him in 2016? Because you're an idiot. Because he didn't take money. Yeah. That was the whole reason. Yeah. I mean, there's the added factor of like Hillary Clinton is corrupt and evil and whatever, blah, 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 Russian disinformation. (laughs) But when I watched the first debate and I was like, who is this Bernie Sanders guy and why do his ideas sound so original and like shit that I never hear? Because everything's free. No, 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 no. He gets to say that stuff because he is speaking of his own volition. He's not speaking for anyone but himself yeah and then you look it up and you're like why does he sound so fresh and interesting oh he's not taking any money yeah i can trust this guy the people felt the same about aoc they said this old establishment democrat this old crusty overconfident bullshitter is not representing us he's representing big money and that's why aoc won and that's why a ton of people like aoc because there's like 10 or 
more that uh, I would call progressives. Some uh-huh. call them democratic socialists. Some call them social democrats. But it's the it's the new the new class of left leaning politicians that also, are not taking money and are supporting the people. AOC went door to door. First of all, she it's not like she got millions of votes. I think she won with like twenty eight thousand votes. Sure, I mean, it's, it's a, a very district. small district, right? Sure. So she went door to door, and she's cute, and she just charmed everyone. So I didn't even think it was really about that. They're like, she's cute. I'll vote for her. It was this crusty old white guy? Right. I mean. Uh, I think it has some to do with that, but now let's look at the follow-up election. Won in a landslide. AOC did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought that she was going to get blown out of the water because she's just some cute face and she's like naive. These are all the things people try and attack her with. Everyone was like, oh, she has no chance re-election. Uh-uh. Won in a landslide. She's incredibly against popular who? in her district. Against-, against the new fucking crony they put up against her. The Democratic crony? Yeah. Yeah. The the old guard establishment guy who's taken the the blood money. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and she's you, still not taking the money, and people fucking respect that. Okay. I hope, look. And she's, she's taking it to them. She's criticizing the Democrats. I get that. Democrats like that. I know. But also, when you're an underdog, yes. like AOC or Bernie, mm-hmm. it's really easy to be the cool underdog who is in the pocket of big corporations or big tech who can be like i'm fighting my own because you're kind of like you're really not in that serious of playing field yet like aoc is in the house not that the house is like for a bunch of losers and nobodies but also <laughs> it's not the senate you okay. know what i mean sure like let's see what happens when she guess runs for senate. who is in the senate bernie sanders guess who doesn't take corporate money all right that's fair but also he's in vermont sure you don't think he had to run against formidable Democratic opponents in Vermont? Yes, but also, you got to keep in mind about Bernie Sanders. He almost Sanders. beat Hillary in 2016. All right, well, let me ask you this. Yeah. What did Hillary, what did Bernie Sanders do in the Senate? Like, what did he actually do? A bunch of stuff. What? Well. I'm asking you. I'm not being I, a piece of shit. I'm really asking. I used to be, during the election, I was super up to date on this. For one, his voting record is immaculate. Because it's really easy to say no to a war. Is it, Bill? Yeah. Because I can point to a lot of people, Joe Biden, who voted for the war, Absolutely. Hillary Clinton, I voted know, for I the know, I agree, war. but I'm saying you're never going to look back voting ag- and look like an asshole voting against a war. Why do so many people vote for them then? I don't know. Why do they? Good question. I have been wondering. His, so, for one, his voting record is immaculate. Two, he was the amendment king. He passed more amendments than almost anyone in Congress. He put a lot of bills forward. Most of them did not go anywhere because they're actually good. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he passed health care for veterans with John McCain. He voted for a, a lot of important things. Uh, I'm... I, I used to be like, I used to have a whole list of shit that he had done, but he's been very effective and he's okay. been in there for a long time. Yeah. He's been I, more look, I like I like Bernie Sanders. I do. A uh, lot. A lot of people point to like, oh, well, if he's if he wanted health care for so long, for 30 years, well, why he's been in there for 30 years, why didn't he get it done? As if that's how the Senate works. Yeah. Like one guy has an idea. Why couldn't he convince the entire country that his idea was good? Yeah. It's like, it's just more complicated. So well, why do you think that Bernie Sanders, after 30 years, all of a sudden became 
this zeitgeist of a figure? Uh, million reasons. One, I would say uh, he got the publicity, finally. He got on TV, on a national stage. Mm-hmm. When he ran for president, nobody even knew who he was unless Until he lived in Vermont. So he really, through the debates, is how he was able to get his yeah galvanize his group. I yeah. think the dislike for Hillary Clinton went a long way, and people looking for an alternative. Yeah, to the I think people. Uh, you look at like there's a million reasons why Trump won, but mm-hmm. one of them was that the economic system that was in place around. 2016 when the election happened is not working for a lot of people and people didn't want more of the same Mm -hmm. so someone like bernie sanders comes along with fresh ideas and it's very appealing of course part of the reason trump won i mean people will blame it on a million things russian disinformation misogyny uh racism whatever you want to call it it also a large part of it was people are sick of the status quo and they wanted to vote against the establishment and hillary's and I'd never minded Hillary, but she's pretty unlikable to a lot of people. And maybe that's sexism, like entrenched sexism, they don't even realize. But it feels like people just never really took to her. They just like, Ugh, I don't. Well, there's I'm, something about the "I want to have a beer with you" thing that actually is pretty effective. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah. And uh, Hillary is smug in a way. I mean, Donald she's like a late night talk show host. Well, not even. It's just. I don't know. I mean, Donald Trump is super smug too, but in kind of like a, I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe it. The context of his past four years of being in charge have soured any credit that I want to give him in 2016 when he was kind of lively and interesting. Uh, I mean, it was, I will say this about Donald Trump during the Republican debates. It was cool to see him take down Ted Cruz. Oh my god! <laughs> take down so satisfying. A lot of these people that you thought were watching him douches. shit on all these like old school because there's just a lot of resentment against the establishment because yeah. our and I think it has less to do with the individuals in government and more to do with the government system itself and the two party system and how ineffective like the Congress is. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's even Congress's fault. I think the system of government we have is dumb. Yeah. And it was made up 300 years ago by some guys who had never tried anything like that before. Yeah. And it could be drastically improved upon. And because the system is so bad, nothing ever gets done. Problems that have existed for 100 years remain problems. And people blame the individuals yeah, and we try and vote them out, but we're just voting them into the same stupid system. Is there any mileage to the idea of adopting a new constitution? Yes. Really? Is that getting any traction? I've heard about that a little bit, no, but I'm also it's not getting like, any traction. It's just a little far left thing that gets thrown out there every once in a while. Like the constitution is written by a bunch of rich old white slave owners. So who gives a fuck about it? Let's make well, a I new think, one. I think you lose people when you make it white slave owners. You know, like like that's yeah. true. Yeah. But it's also like it has less to do with the fact that they uh, were slave owners and more to do with the fact that a lot of things have changed. Yes, I And know. our perspective on everything I, is different. It, it bugs me out too because if you look at France, no one's going like, uh, how can you nominate these people? They are beheadals. Yeah. They behead people yeah. hundreds of years ago. <laughs> it's the worst fresh accent ever. <laughs> they would never nominate a beheader. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll work on that accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, do you nominate someone who would be heads be pair? No, no. Um, Est-ce que vous voudriez manger quelque chose avec moi? The fourth thing about the ACB nomination you touched on was global warming. Yeah. Now, is there anything in her past to indicate that, oh, she, 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 she said she didn't know about the science of it during yeah. the hearings? What'd she say? She said something like... She's a climate change denier like they all Is are. she really? Or, How could she be that smart a person? Because she's definitely an intelligent person. You can't succeed. I mean, as sure. She's successful, right? Like, she has a degree of success in the field of law that we would attribute to intelligence. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if that means that she's smart across the board. You know what I mean? I think that intelligence is a more complicated thing than just, like, books. I want to look up what she said about climate. Because I know she said something that people were kind of scratching their heads, like, are you... She didn't deny it. Well, she's just squirrely. She's just been squirrely for all the... Proceeds, Not yeah, because proceeds, she doesn't the, need. Because also, in her defense, she's it's already it's a done deal. She's what? already going. She's going to win. She's going to be on the Supreme Court. It, there's nothing to stop her. It, what could stop her? It does appear that way, and I will say I think it's fucked up. Sure. And I would say, speaking of precedent, that the Republicans set the precedent under Obama that you cannot appoint a Supreme Court justice in the final eight months. They set the precedent. So that's yeah. the precedent now. So they shouldn't be able to do it in the last 40 days when people are casting their votes. That now, I've heard stupid. different things about that. Because I've heard that the reason that the vote didn't happen for Merrick Garland, they, they stopped the vote from happening. Because they had a Republican Senate. Yeah, because they're like, why have a vote if we already know we're not going to appoint him. So, in a way... Why, how do they know they're not going to appoint him? Because they're Republicans, and Merrick Garland is not a Republican, so they're not going to appoint him. So that's bullshit. He was, a com he was a moderate. He was a completely reasonable pick. Yeah. That anyone could have been happy for. He wasn't left-wing. Yeah. I but, probably would have disagreed on him with a lot of stuff. I'm sure they did informal polls, say, hey, guys, you want it? And they were like, no, let's not do it. And they're like, okay, you won't have the votes. We're not going to have the vote. They didn't even have to do a poll. The Republicans have never voted for anything that the Democrats have put forward ever. Rare, rare, rare exceptions like John McCain or Mitt Romney. Yeah. But. I know everyone. It's so funny how Mitt Romney, he's like the Severus Snape. He's like a villain. Then he becomes a hero. Is he a villain? Oh, he's a hero. Now he's a villain again because he's going to confirm Amy. Coney he Barrett. is like Severus Snape, where he's clearly a villain throughout the whole series, but occasionally, <laughs> in the name of love or some bullshit, he he fucking loses his head and uh, maybe even by mistake votes the opposite way. So here's what I don't understand: if Mitch McConnell's already gotten the troops in line, how does Mitch McConnell keep? Have you seen him lately? His gobbler just keeps getting <laughs> saggier and saggier. That man looks like a blood demon. But if you look at it from just a logistical point of view, the guy is a pretty brilliant politician. I don't. He may be an immoral piece of shit. Sure. But he is a very quote unquote talented politician. He is sure towing the party line, getting things done for Republicans. Hitler was a talented speaker. Yes. <laughs> Here, can I talk, say something on that? Yeah. You always hear that. You're like, oh, Hitler was such a 
He was such a good speaker. <laughs> and I used to believe that until this whole Trump thing happened. And then I was like, oh, maybe people are just dumb. Well, for sure. People are just stupid. More than like, like Trump is like charismatic to a degree. But more than that, people are just dumb. Yeah. People just want to fall in line and do whatever the fuck they're told to do. Yes. People want to follow the biggest alpha in the room. Yeah. So it's like, was Hitler like this smart, super charismatic guy? Maybe he was kind of charismatic, but also mostly people are dumb. Also, if you look at Hitler's speeches, mm-hmm. which I do but on I my loop and my apartments. I can't understand them. So yeah. I just take people's word that he's being charismatic although he is if you look back it's very creepy the type of shit he would do i mean he's very he's very passionate right and germans in general are considered very cold and reserved so everyone who's running against was probably like so today we're going to talk about how we're going to change the the trains and what's we're going to do and he'll go like that is an interesting point like he was just fucking bringing it all because he was he was louder he was louder and by the way I mean, what people know now, he was hopped up on meth forever. That makes a lot of sense. He was on meth the, his whole fucking life until he died. <sighs> Hitler was like about to die before he blew his brains out, by the way. He was such a fucking health mess. Um, but he was totally hopped up on meth and he was up there like, oh my God, it's like when a comic's on cocaine, they're like, this guy's really funny. No, he's just on fucking cocaine. Right. So um, I think that when people come out and they speak with a hundred percent conviction you tend just to believe it he's yeah. really convicted and that's why bernie was so successful too because he's like look no one's going to ever play for college again free tuition free health care everyone gets free pizza for lunch at school it's easy for bernie to speak with absolute conviction when you know he's telling the truth okay but did bernie ever have a solid plan to pay for all this shit yeah the, what dismantle the military I mean, that's part of it. <laughs> cut the military budget by like 30%. If we cut the military budget by 10%, we could give everyone free health care. That would be amazing. But we're not going to do it because we still have to We still have to be number one. Uh, you know Number what? one. But we're, we are number one. We're like 10 times number one. <laughs> Our military budget is fucking insane. That's one of the things that Trump keeps saying. He keeps repeating this and it, it drives me I up the wall. I built up a destroyed military. He's like... Under Obama, our military was a fucking shambles. They they were walking around with holes in their <laughs> shoes. We they had no planes. Socks. We had no tanks. They couldn't even get fucking toilet paper in the battalion. They had to take trains to Europe. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? We have the most well-funded military, hands down, more than the next 10 countries combined. It's absurd. It's crazy. And he increased the budget. That's the one thing that always gets bipartisan support increase the budget yeah the democrats always vote for it too let's more military spending because america has this weird obsession with being number one the idea of being number two is just like we can't be number two why not be number two but my thing is we are way worse than number two we're like number 50 if you look at anything (laughs) but guns anything but guns we're like way down on the list education we're bad healthcare we're bad yeah fucking poverty we're bad childhood hunger bad obesity number one <laughs> death and childbirth is actually pretty bad in america because our health care is shit yeah and our education is bad and our nutrition is bad 
Absolutely. So, of course. Which brings up another issue, back to the health thing. We're good at sports and fucking guns. So, I tweeted this the other day. I don't know if you saw it. It got a little bit of traction. Okay. Not traction like you get, Tommy, (laughs) hot on Twitter, Wakefield. It's because I tweet, like, girlfriend drama. (laughs) Because I'm a little gossipy goose on Twitter. So, the... um, the tweet was basically about how part of the COVID death situation in America, you can say Trump bungled it or not. I actually don't know. And I don't really care because I actually don't think it really, what he, if Biden was president or it, it would have unrolled in a similar fashion, no matter who was president. It would have been bad no matter what, but Trump did an especially bad job because he's an idiot. So why? By telling people, don't worry about masks. They're stupid. I mean, one of the many things he did wrong. But also, just in general, look, the governors had a lot of leeway about how to run their states. Sure. Right? And Trump doesn't have a lot of sway over a lot of these governors. So, New York and New Jersey are still the most fucked up states when it comes to coronavirus. New York is actually doing really well. They're doing really well because it went through the population already. No. No. Mm. That's bullshit. There is no no herd immunity in New York. They just started following the protocols. And everyone also left New York, and they're all in the Hamptons for the summer. No, they didn't. This mm. is a right-wing I don't know. myth. I'm, I'm not a big Cuomo fan, and so also don't everyone, get me started. Sure, fuck Cuomo. I don't like Cuomo. But yeah. you can't say that New York is like still a complete disaster zone. They've had a great recovery. But it's not like they did anything so special. What did they do that was so special? Well, they just started eating outside and wearing masks. That seems That's what everyone the, did. Yeah. And all it right. worked. <laughs> so... <laughs> Back to the coronavirus thing. This this is what I tweeted. Okay. I said, America, 50% of America, 50%, how do I put it? Something like, <laughs> with people who get coronavirus, Americans die at a rate 50% more than any other country after they contract the coronavirus. Is that true? Yeah. Dang. So, and we're also the only country that is about being body positive you know how you want to save lives bring back the phrase fat fuck this is such a bill dawes take (laughs) bring back the but it's true bring back the phrase fat fuck people are being celebrated for being fat and obese and it's stupid they shouldn't be celebrated oh we're being body positive no you're obese don't eat fucking buckets of chicken right well sure i think that there is a case to be made for the entire country being healthier. I think that has more to do with the predatory practices of, like... FDA? Or just... All of the food in America is super hopped up with, like, sugar and corn syrup and fats, and there's a lot of misinformation about how people gain weight. Like fat in foods doesn't even make a big difference. It's all sugar. Mm-hmm. But for 50 years, the FDA was paid off by the fucking sugar people to yeah. lie about things like the food pyramid is bullshit. Yeah. And like a million other things. It's like half of it is people need to be more conscious and try to lose weight and be healthy. But the other half is like most people barely even know what the right thing is to do. Well, the reason I don't know if I totally agree with that because right now with the internet, there's so you have so much access to information. That's true. And there's At this so point, much you access should know. You to do good have access. food. At least in the past twenty years, if you want true. to have a healthy life, it's the veil. I think there's something about but I Americans. Think I, all I'm saying is that addiction is a factor. 
Like, it's not always as easy as just, like, flipping the TV channel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people are in depressive spirals, and it is, it's just not as easy as just of course changing overnight. It's but like quitting cigarettes to them. I also think that there's something about America's fatness where it is sort of being, I don't want to say celebrated, but it's sort of being, there's something like, yeah, man, my belly. I'm a big boy. There's something about being fat that isn't like, hey, you're a fat fuck, Jethro. You're not a big boy. You're a fat fuck. Okay, here's here's my counterpoint. Do you really think that the solution to (laughs) obesity in America is more bullying than that's going to fix it? Look, my ex-girlfriend, she was a little chubby when she was in elementary school, uh-huh. and she got bullied. Yeah. And she, now, and she's, now she's, like, she's anorexic she's and a, has she's self-esteem a, issues. She's a, <laughs> she's a fitness model. Okay. And believe me, it's all fueled by those childhood abuses. Sure. <laughs> so, look, I'm not saying I mean, that trauma ever, you, can go a long way in emotionally scarring you for the rest of your life. Or and making no, you- No debate there. And the result, you're a better person because of it. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you become a vindictive psychopath like Donald Trump and you ruin the entire world because your daddy didn't give you a pet. Yeah, that's true. Is that what happened to Donald Trump? He didn't get pets? Oh, for sure. <laughs> Just look at him. Look how desperate he oh, is for acceptance. Way, is he the only president who didn't have a dog? Yeah, Every other it's all about him. Had he doesn't know dog. how to care for anything but his yeah. own dick. Yeah. I felt like it used to be a tradition that the president would get a dog. Remember Obama got a Portuguese water dog and everyone was like, oh, that's so pretentious. Oh <laughs> fucking liberal homo getting a Portuguese water dog. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, when you say the words Portuguese <laughs> water dog, he got a fucking dog. Yeah, he was like, he got I like dog. this dog. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he was like... Whoa, it's not like he got a fucking French that's, poodle. That's to Fox do News. He's trying to grab on something like a Portuguese wire dog. Fox News <laughs> went so far to try and paint Obama as this liberal, elite, like weird rich guy. And then Trump? Really? Trump becomes crazy. a candidate and they act like he's a man of the people? They're full of shit. I love how he also has like the backing of the religious parties in America too. Although he's probably the most irreligious person Holds on the planet. Holds the fucking Bible upside down. He doesn't give a shit. Uh, but can I wish so badly that they could just admit it? They could just admit he governs like a right-wing lunatic and that's why we like him. Yeah. Instead of lying to our faces and trying to act like, oh no, I believe he's really a man of God. Fuck you. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not. Joe Biden actually goes to church. Yeah, I know. So, uh, but does that make Joe Biden a good guy either? No. Makes him a better guy. Pro- I'm sure he is better. He, I mean, that's not, the bar is pretty low for that. It's not that it makes him better or worse, but it makes him genuinely a man of God in a bigger way than Donald Trump. So if your whole thing is voting based on religion, you should respect that. As someone who's been infiltrating Republican thought for the past year and a half or whatever to try to figure out what the fuck is going on and really understand it. Explain infiltrating Republican thought. Does that just mean listening to Ben Shapiro? Well, listening to my dad, <laughs> listening okay, to okay, my okay. brother who's a cop, listening, just listening talking to Republicans. To, just listening to Republicans sure. and not like fighting them. Just like, sure. even on stereo, the stereo app, find me on the stereo app, everyone, Bill Dawes. Um, just talking to a lot of black Republicans and there are plenty. Ay, ay, ay. 
There are a plenty, Tommy, and sure. we and we in our coastal elite bubble of L.A. We seem to think, no, there's not. Yeah, yeah there sure. are hundreds of thousands of black Republicans sure, out there. Sure, of course. So, um, and I kind of go, well, what what is the thing? What is the thing about being a Republican? Why do you? And in essence, what it really boils down to is something a lot more fundam- fundamental. If you really strip away all the fucking rhetoric and all the bullshit, it's really about, do you believe in a big government or do you believe in a smaller government? That's uh, really yeah, what it boils yeah, down to. it's so I mean, stupid. It, but it is really, in essence, that's the di- that is supposed but to be the that's difference. that's the lie. It, okay, I agree. That's supposed to be the difference. Yeah. That's what people are sold. Yes. Is that Democrats, big government, Republicans, small government. But that's not true. It's just not the case. Well, here's where it is the case. You have situations in L.A., for example. Mm-hmm. You want to install a garage door. Yeah. The amount of restrictions and ordinances and hoops you have to jump through to do some dumb shit like that, even Airbnb out in L.A., like how fucking impossible they make it. Sure. They make so much shit regulated and so much restrictions on businesses, which is why all these fucking businesses are fleeing California right now and going to Texas. Because Supposedly. in Nashville, they are. I mean, Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, they're all fucking getting the hell out of a Dodge. A lot of big tech people are, are bouncing. Something tells me California will survive. Yeah, it will, because it's the fucking tits. It's the best. It's the fucking best. It's we're, the best. We're hanging out in my yard right now. It's 75 degrees. You have a TV outdoors. <laughs> outdoors. That with ha- a fucking flimsy tarp over it, because it <laughs> hasn't <laughs> rained in 40 years. Yeah, Exactly. And this stuff probably will be here for another three weeks before it gets stolen by a homeless person around the corner (laughs) of the 60,000 homeless people that are next door to me. Um, So, but I, but I think that there is, if you are, and I know a lot of people who own small businesses and I have a lot of friends in Texas who own small businesses and they experience firsthand how their businesses prosper from removing a lot of these regulations. Now, sure. does that make the world a better place that these that all these regulations are being removed? Not necessarily, and sometimes it does lead to pollution and different things like that. But on the other hand, I get it. I get why you might be like, I don't want all these fucking restrictions over every goddamn thing I want to do. I don't want the government in every aspect of my business. Sure. And I agree with that. Tampering down my profits. In principle and in theory. But people take that and then they like the point of Donald Trump and Donald Trump will go up and he'll be like, I cut all the, I cut all the red tape. I removed all the regulations. <laughs> and you look at what he actually did and he's like, oh, he didn't do shit. Well, he did move a lot, remove a lot of regulations to pollute the fucking waters. Yeah. That's what he did is he was and like, open up oil and fracking. You can run an oil pipeline through a native American burial ground and you can pump it straight into a fucking lake onto an ugly duckling. Yeah. But let's, let's be honest though. Native American burial grounds, they're mostly good for haunting houses. Yo. People build houses on them. They were, you saw Poltergeist. It was a documentary, right? No, that's a stupid <laughs> joke. Sorry. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's um, the, it's case by case when it comes to regulation and stuff. I will be the first to admit that some regulations and some government stuff is really stupid. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of it that is important and good. So, of course. I mean... I wouldn't agree across the board that all regulation is bad. I know. But then you look at some of the facts regarding climate change, right? You Mm -hmm. look at, so Trump removed us from the uh, Paris Paris Climate Climate Accord, Accord. right? Right. And if, now, I don't know these studies. I'm just regurgitating something. If you extrapolate what that means in terms of how it's going to affect 
the world, you look at, well, that will mean if we continue on this path, the world's temperature will go up a, one degree in 50 years or 100 years. Most people don't really give a fuck about that. They're like, oh, in 100 years, we go up two degrees? I don't care. Yeah, but that is just bad marketing because two degrees is like irreversible damage to the environment and like crazy environmental consequences. I agree. You don't say it's going to go up one degree because that doesn't mean shit to people. You got to point to like the icebergs are gone. The -hmm. crops are dying. The insects are fucked. Mm -hmm. The hurricanes are bigger. The earthquakes are more frequent. You know what I mean? Yes. There's a whole bunch of consequences. You got to point to things in terms of like death. Yes. But in terms of hurricanes bigger and fires and all this stuff, I mean, yeah, that that is true. And yeah, there's also a lot more media coverage of it. So it's hard to know exactly what the result is. But I will say this. People who are blaming Trump for the wildfires in California don't know how climate change works. There's nothing Trump did in the past three years that created the fucking California wildfires this year. That's retarded. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's not that people are blaming Trump for the a wildfires. It's that people are pointing at Trump and saying... More the, of this weapon. The reason that these wildfires are as big and deadly as they are is because of the way we've been irresponsible for the past 40 years. And you have actively been an agent of making that worse. Yes. So it is his fault. I will say this, though. It's everyone's fault, but that's extra his fault because he hasn't done shit about it. Here's another argument. Sure. Right? Okay. When you look at... Because we're really looking at capitalism versus socialism as well, right? That's part of it. A huge government, a huge, huge government is socialist. A laissez-faire government is is really capitalist, right? Okay. Sure. So if people believe if they want i think most people want to help the environment they don't want the world to go tits up in a ditch on fire and you know so if companies see the profit in that which is why capitalism a lot of people believe that capitalism like someone like my dad thinks that capitalism is actually the best social justice you can enact because capitalism <laughs> okay well i'll give you an example mm-hmm. i just was watching the major league baseball the yeah. dodgers won and uh they had a commercial for a hummer the new electric fucking hummer uh-huh. That's sexy as fuck. Sure. So everyone, every commercial for a car now, or most of them is for hybrid or electric. True. Because there is a market. That is capitalism working and making people feel a little bit better for buying an electric car. Mm-hmm. Right? But that has how the free market is actually helping the environment. Is it just the free market, though? Or do you also have to look at the government incentives for flex fuel vehicles and for Well, that's still hybrids. free market. Government incentive, Sure. Government incentive, that's socialism. Well, that's a tax rebate. Right. Right. Is that socialism? That's the government <laughs> giving huge financial incentives to companies to change their ways. Well, the financial incentive is an example of capitalism, though, right? I mean, not if it's the government doing it. That's big government. All right, fine. Oh, here's another thing. People always talk about big government, small government. Republicans are small government. What is the military? I know, of course. That's the government. Of course. Let's increase military spending out the woo They're taking that. No government program takes more of your hard-earned money than the military. You know how much of so a, they're hypocrites. You know how much of a dollar goes to taxes for the military? Most of it. <laughs> Take a guess. I used to. Do, I, oh, I, dollar? I don't know. Maybe like forty cents. Sixty cents. That's fucking insane. Sixty cents goes to the military. That's worse than I even thought. It's what Eisenhower said. He said the industrial, the military-industrial complex. He wasn't lying. 
yeah, and the healthcare the, industrial complex. And people at the time were like, that's conspiracy talk. Um, now I want to smoke a little bit of this weed right now. All right. And see how fucking, see if I can get some next level thinking because you're beating me in this debate and I don't like it one bit, Tommy. <laughs> what do you do with the lighter? It's because I'm fucking play chess.com and listen to <laughs> political pundits all day. Who do you listen to mostly? I listen to a lot of people on YouTube. But I, I mean, I could give you a variety of people. Um, I like Kyle Kalinske, David Pakman. I like David Pakman. Destiny, Vouch, Crystal Ball. <laughs> and I don't agree with everything any of these people say, but I kind of like gather an <laughs> aggregate. I follow a lot of leftists on Twitter. Uh, Cody Johnson, he's kind of a... I don't know, he's okay. The reason I like... John <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> Seth Myers. I mean... These, some of them are just comedians or like just people who are entertaining, but some of them have a lot of facts. I really like John Oliver. I know someone who was a producer on a show, and she said that he's her fucking hero. He seems like an amazing guy, but sometimes I listen to his show, I'm going like, you're putting it out there, bro, but you're kind of putting it out there, and you're not really backing it up with facts, and then you're punching out with a joke right now. A couple times I'm watching, he'll say something like, this is blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay. And then he'll say a joke. I'm like, and they'll move on. I'll go, dude, you don't really have the facts to back up what the fuck you're saying. Well, it is a comedy show. I know. But it's tough. That's what the crossover of like comedy and news is kind of a dangerous thing for that very reason. Is it's it like, is. it's never fully one or the other. Because you can push it up to a point and then when you don't have enough to really. And also, if you're a comedy uh, political guy, you can just play fucking leftist bingo the whole time and just say all the woke talking points sure odd infinitum and no one's going to push back i didn't even watch john oliver that much anymore he kind of got a little bit boring to me oh really well it just started he started doing the election uh stuff and like the covid stuff and the supreme court stuff in a way that was a little bit redundant i feel like i was already kind of getting my news on a more daily basis from people who are less comedians and more kind of like yeah politics people i still like him and i really liked his show back when he was like exposing individual issues that i knew nothing about yeah but now it's like he's more of like reinforcing stuff that i already kind of know about it's less engaging but so i still like him as so since we have to go back to acb per mandate what are other things that you worry about acd acb doing why does weed make me sneeze? Whatever. It's Corona weed. I hit it. last time I was hitting that weed. I was sneezing. This this weed is so weird. Cavi J. I wonder if I can get sponsored by Cavi J. Caviar Gold. Cavi J. What else is there to say about ACB? She's probably gonna get appointed, and I'm really bummed Why do you about even it. Say probably. There's zero percent chance she won't. How could she not? I don't Call, know. Maybe like, everyone dies. Pod save America. Call your senator and blah 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 blah. You think <laughs> <laughs> they're so stupid? Do you think any Republican senators are like, you know, I got five hundred phone calls a day, and I've decided oh, I don't know if I like this lady that much. Who who was Pod Save America supporting in the primaries? <clears throat> um, oh, who, who between Bernie Pete and Pete Buttigieg? Those fucking weirdos. I like Pete Buttigieg. You didn't like him? Uh, whatever. Homophobe. He's a CIA homophobe. Faco. Was he with the CIA? Yeah. I know Anderson Cooper was. Yeah. That's a thing for gay people, apparently. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I don't, <laughs> Pete Buttigieg is a... He's a fake. 
Centrist <laughs> weirdo. I don't like him. You don't like him because he's centrist? I don't like him because he's fake and he's flip-flopped on all his positions and he takes corporate money and he's just, he just want to be gay Obama, but he's not. <laughs> and I'm over it. I like I liked Yang, Bernie, and Warren because they were they were the freshest, hottest, realest ones around. I mean, you can't say Warren's that fresh. Do you think Yang would ever have a shot to win? Oh, big time. Really? I think if the media gave him the time of day, he was bipartisan. He did a couple shows. He was on Shapiro. He was on Rogan. I remember he's on Shapiro. And he was on um Breakfast Club and uh, he was a lot of independent media was picking him up. And if you look through like the Yang Gang on Twitter, a lot of right-leaning people, a lot of Republicans, mm-hmm. disaffected Republicans who were wanting something different that because he was like all about uh, wealth redistribution, healthcare issues, working class Americans, and he was not doing the identity politics thing. Well, I mean, his main thing was universal basic income, of course. And I thought that that sounded really unrealistic. And then during the pandemic, I'm like, wait, we have how many trillions of dollars for stimulus packages? Wait, we have all this fucking money? We have all the money in the world. We have, we all have the money in the fucking so world, much money. like we don't have any fucking money. When we say we're the richest country in the world, in the history of the world, we're not lying. Yeah. Like... When you look at the stimulus, universal basic income things that little countries like, I'm not saying little countries, but like Canada, France, yeah. other European countries, they're doing it and they have way less money than Wait, us. Wait, they're doing UBI? France is subsidizing the wages of their citizens. Right now, you mean? Yeah. yeah. To keep them off the street and to keep the death rates low. They're paying everyone. And Canada's doing like 2000 a month. Are those countries open? Are they more open? They gotta be more open than LA. We're in a uh, fucking military state. I don't know the. Are we in a military state? LA is retarded. Why? What? I mean, everything. I, I can't get my eyebrows did. You still can't have indoor restaurants for the most part. All gyms are closed. Hmm. I yeah. have to go to my jujitsu dojo illegally. Maybe I haven't even noticed as much because I mostly do grocery store. Outdoor restaurants, skate parks. Skate parks are illegal, but... Are they really? Skaters are fucking crazy. Everyone's Wait, they're illegal? Skate parks? Yeah, yeah. They locked them all up. But people just get in anyway. I just feel like... It, like It's outdoor. Here's a weird thing, Tommy. Did you know that in Israel, which is run by Netanyahu, very uh-huh. right wing, right? Yeah. He has mandated masks. Right. So you know who is protesting... Mm-hmm. The fucking liberals. That's stupid. The liberals, like, we don't want to wear masks. You're infringing on our rights, which is actually sort of a more liberal thing to do if you think about it. You would think that, but it's stupid. Yeah. It's partisan. What The masks are not a big fucking deal. Yeah, no, they're not. It's like everyone's being a baby about it. The, the coronavirus sucks. Wearing masks suck. But, you know, grow you, up. Even if they help 5%, it's worth it. Yeah. And, and they also, like I've said, they, they keep people cognizant of the virus at all times. Yes. So you're away from people. It's not that the masks themselves actually do so much work. But I they think just, the government should have given us all masks. I think that there should have been like uh, masks, high quality masks delivered to every citizen. 
from yeah. the government saying, please wear this. But in the beginning, remember Fauci said that masks did no good. In the beginning, a lot of people said, don't do masks. This is, this is Trump keeps repeating that. For like a couple weeks, Fauci said, don't use the masks because we don't hospital want a shortage because it. hospital workers. But he are- also said they, they weren't effective against the virus. He said both. But then he w- went back on it in like two weeks and it has never changed since then. I mean, there was a scientist I remember on Joe Rogan who came in, an epidemiologist, and Joe Rogan was like, what about the masks? I was like, they don't work. He's like, they don't work at all. And a lot of really accredited scientists say, not only do masks not work the way that we use them, because people wear neck gathers. You know the neck gathers you put it right? It's like a fucking turtleneck and they put it up around your mouth. You wear- Those things apparently are, they're worse than not wearing a mask at all. You wear the mask so you don't spread it. Not so you don't get it. I know, but my but my point, yeah, well, partially, not 100%, but mostly. The masks don't work very well in terms of getting it. Yeah. If no one else is wearing a mask and you have it on, it's not doing much. But let me put it this way. Let's say, because also- if you get it, then you're someone who can give it. So sure. it's connected. Of course. But the neck gathers around, like they walk around just fucking covered in filth and shit. And My mask They take their disgusting. mouth, they put it over their fucking mouth and nose. Like if there's a virus, it's on your fingers, it's on your fucking mask, it's, it's in your fucking mouth. You know what I mean? They do less good than wearing nothing at all. Sure. The neck gathers, apparently. I mean, if it's on there, but there's no reason why it would be on there. Yeah. But the masks that are effective are properly used surgical masks. Those are the ma- bandanas aren't eff- like there's no studies that say bandanas are effective or neck. They're all ineffective. But sure. most people, no one's enforcing that. You're still. I could go up there. I put seen, a shirt over my I face. I mean, I've seen fine. people in like Seven Eleven and convenience stores with just their hand over their mouth. <laughs> I mean, yeah, shit isn't great. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. All I know is like uh, I really I was in Seven Eleven and there's this dude he just like walk he just put his hand over his mouth <laughs> like you fucking idiot but what but nobody said shit we're like all right are we uh, this is what it is he does care because he has hand over his mouth so he still cares he's like sorry people do this thing where they put their shirt over their nose you've seen this I've done that yeah I had to run into a store quick I was like sorry it was like I was and running to a burning like, I get it whatever a burning house or something like that it's, and it's bad but it's also I don't know, man. Fucking, you live, you live your life, and maybe you die. You definitely die. You definitely die. You maybe live your life, and then you die. <laughs> That's so true. You maybe live your life, and you definitely die. Yeah. Fuck. Um, and even the mask stuff. Back to the mask. Some people don't know how to properly use them. They don't know how to like. Apparently, they teach a class in med school about how to properly use a surgical mask. So people like put them in, the, and then they stuff them in their dirty ass fucking ratchet hoe pocket, and they put it back in their ratchet. fucking face. I mean, take it out of their backpack. Oh, if you saw some of my masks, <laughs> how many times have I used the same mask in a row <laughs> that I like have crumpled up in my trunk? But here's my thing: if it's crumpled up in my trunk, it's is it sanitary? No. <laughs> is it probably covered in germs? Sure. Is yeah. coronavirus on there after a week of being in my trunk? I don't think so. That's solid science right there. That's science, baby. <laughs> so I put it on, and am I contracting the the many parasites living in my Honda trunk? Sure. Uh-huh. But am I preventing myself from breathing on other people? Yeah, maybe. So that's why I put it on, America. How about, this? How about this idea, Tommy? Okay. A mosquito can only live in a swamp, okay. right? Go so on. So if you have this dirty-ass, ratchet, stank-ass, crusty wet ass pussy 
mask on your fucking face, uh-huh. then you get immunocompromised. You get a cold or you get run down because you're covered with all this other bullshit. Then coronavirus is going to see that shit and fucking sneak in there and be like, I got you, motherfucker. All right, two things. Uh, one, I, I wear the masks as unsanitary as it may be to prevent my breath breath from being projectile vomited onto other people. Two, weren't you the same person earlier in the summer where you're like, everyone's immune system is going down. <laughs> we got to be exposed to germs or we'll all lose our immune system. So isn't this a great, aren't our immune systems going to be stronger than ever having worn these dirty socks on our fucking face for all right, whatever. That's 12 years? That's a solid point right there, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, we're getting stronger. Oh yeah, exactly. I've had 40 different <laughs> lifelong diseases. I have, have chronic you ever, illnesses. Have you ever put on someone else's mask? Yeah. I have for sure. Yeah. Oh, I don't give a shit. It's horrible. <laughs> it's on the street. I need to go to a restaurant. <laughs> I mean, we are getting to a point where people are like dating. People really don't give a shit anymore. People don't give a shit but anymore. But we're wearing the masks and it's something. What are you going to do? Uh, fuck, a couple things I'm going to say. I'm really fucking stoned now, so I'm yeah. going to say. Oh, I hate it when I see people wearing masks uh-huh. and they take their mask off to sneeze. Have you seen that? That's bad. But also, and they take the mask off. They just fucking sneeze. Can I be honest? Uh-huh. Can I be? This is what I would do if I had to sneeze really bad and I have uh-huh. my mask on. I would probably take my mask off and sneeze down my shirt and then put it back on. Because, <laughs> dude, I mean, you're absolutely right. That's bad. But also, I'm not gonna sneeze. That's in the like, mask that you have to then stick on your nose. That's like sneezing in your hand and then rubbing it on your face. That's just gross. <laughs> That's That's disgusting. (laughs) Or people take their mask down as a cough, too. I've seen that, too. That's less forgivable. A sneeze is snotty. You know, another thing I don't like. I wouldn't blow my nose in my mask and then wear it. That's. (laughs) (laughs) We went from ACB to snotty masks. Snotty masks. I mean, that's the issue. Yeah. This is the clip. You know, some places don't even require, some countries don't require masks. Scandinavia, there's no mask mandate. People aren't wearing masks. They're crazy. But they're doing okay. They're from the beginning. We're like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. But fuck it kind of worked. It looked bad for a bit. Can I be honest? Scandinavian countries are the real liberals. Like, mm. they're just living free. They're like, everybody has con- fucking health care. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a social safety net. We do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, let's everyone's go party. happy. They're like, yeah, let's just be cool. Live your life, man. Be cool. You yeah, know, everyone we're just be cool. living and occasionally getting coronavirus. Yeah, but we guys. have unlimited healthcare, so it's really not that bad. Hey, don't get coronavirus. Just be cool. I like we're just doing like a light German. <laughs> I just think of every time I think of Scandinavians, I think of be cool. They always want to be cool. Just be cool. You know what? I just watched. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of funny. But uh, what was that? Ah, man, what was that? Midsummer. Dude, that's the first time you saw Midsummer? I just watched We should that do a, a whole fucking episode of Midsummer. My, Midsummer is the fucking tits. <laughs> it, was so, it was funny to me because my girlfriend put it on. Uh-huh. And I was kind of like, are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> <laughs> You're having a serious conversation. She puts on Midsummer. <laughs> well, I, I did a kind of a, like a joke tweet like oh, that. Oh, I saw that tweet. What was it again? It was... um. When my girlfriend's, I don't remember, even remember what it is. It's like my girlfriend got mad, so she just put on Midsummer and left the room. I said, like, "Oh, I think you, I think like it was actually like lesson. girls don't want to fight; they just want to go to the next room and watch Midsummer or something like that." I, don't even I think it was know like more of a general thing, but I got that because that's like a female empowerment 
thing, Midsummer. It's not. I thought it was, but then I watched it, and it's not. But what does happen, I mean, not spoiler alert, I guess I'm going to yeah. say, is this girl, her boyfriend is an asshole, and the movie ends with her burning him alive <laughs> in like a, like a ritual. Yeah, I saw that. So a bunch of motherfuckers got burned alive. They don't go as far as explicitly say fuck men or anything. It's really not about that. But it is like the emotional arc is her boyfriend cheats on her and then she burns him alive. She has the option to burn him alive and she's like, yeah. Yeah, I'll go with option burn him alive. Side note, the movie's really cool. It's kind of super satisfying. It is. I recommend taking mushrooms and watching Midsummer. That's not a bad idea because the whole movie yeah. is like very mushroomy. Tell me, I'm, I'm serious. I, I'm not saying that out of like like from experience. Take mushrooms and watch Midsummer. It's even better. Is I would be almost uncomfortable to do that because I just don't like horror movies. I don't like bad vibes on mm. mushrooms. Like it is a little bit creepy and violent. Yeah, I'll say. There's a rape and there's a sort of like weird rape in that movie. What is the rape? The little girl, they want to get her pregnant. She's probably like 15. And they get the boyfriend and they kind of like hypnotize him. And he goes into that fucking room and there's a circle of women. And he's fucking that one girl, which in normal in my life would be a wet dream. But in this situation, it's weird. And then some old hag is pushing his butt as he's fucking her. You don't remember this? I did. That was when I said he, he cheated on her. It is interesting that it's like that particular... I didn't even interpret that as a rape because he's a dude. You know what I mean? Oh, you mean he was raped? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, the he lo- kind of was. The woman was the one who made it all happen. But she was definitely underage, so it's rape. By oh, that so it's couch. like statutory rape. Sure, but also they're in like a weird ancient rural like yeah. death cult they're going so by med- i didn't even medieval, interpret they it that way going by medieval rules right they, they hardly have like a fucking consent law in their <laughs> creepy little mushroom <laughs> sex cult it's not it's not really that uh i doubt they have an issue with it the whole the whole town seemed to be in the room while it was happening so yeah here's one thing i didn't get about that movie it made no sense so this guy from that goofy town mushroom sex cult town brings these five Americans or four yeah. Americans. Hey, come on this trip with me, guys. It's going to be cool. And they, <laughs> and they go on this fucking train, which is all documented, that yeah. they went and flew in there and t- took a train and then took a fucking car or whatever. So their presence as American fucking citizens is going to be pretty documented up to a certain fucking point. That's And they're all fucking dead. Like this weird cult doesn't realize they're going to go down. Like no one's going to wonder where these four American kids are. That's actually a really good point that I never considered. Yeah. Is someone's going to ask questions. Yeah. These I know people are families. I know you're in the middle of some goofy fucking... Two British citizens, too. Yeah. Just a fucking peer. Look, one American disappeared. If they're hot, it's a problem. And they, it's like well documented that that guy, that Swedish guy is with them. Yeah. They all flew together. Yeah. They got the, train tickets. They got train tickets. I mean, the only thing is, after the train station, they could they could have on, all gone missing. But then they're gonna. Then what's the other guy just going to live up in the cult forever? How in Sweden? Sweden's not that big. How do they not know about this weird cult? Was it in Sweden? Yeah. I guess it was in Sweden. Yeah, it was in Sweden. 
Because there's only like 80 people there. Yeah, but it's in the woods. It's not like the same as Brazil, where there might be like the entire Amazon rainforest, and there's uh-huh. this little <laughs> tribe living in the middle of that's undiscovered. Like Sweden's. Yeah. Well, I mean, how many. Yeah, there's, there's going to be some fat American with a goddamn Zagat map walking by that fucking town at some point. You know, is this where the restaurant is, honey? It's a good movie, though. It's a great movie. I but recommend it. You it, make some good plot hole points. Because they may seem like it's some, they do. They just get you these sacrifices. You should on Midsummer. I think I'm going to. I think I'll have to take mushrooms. That's funny. <laughs> It'll be the film buzz on mushrooms. Yeah, you could only do it on mushrooms. Um, anyway, so I think we covered everything, Tommy. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Not Nothing really. Nothing more about Midsummer. ACB, so she's going to be confirmed. Congratulations, our patron, for that happening. But Biden's still going to win, even though Tommy is voting for Joe Jurgensen. Like Ken Bone. Joe Jurgensen? Yeah, <laughs> not quite. I I had, you know, some little libertarian fantasies from time to time. I've never... I think I've been relatively consistent politically my entire life. Yeah. Some people over this corona period have been like wildly swinging from like one belief system to the really? next. Yeah. Like friends of yours? Uh, not, yeah, a little bit. And when I say wildly sw- swinging, I could just mean like, I think their political instincts are whack. Like maybe they supported Pete Buttigieg and then Kamala Harris and then maybe landed on Bernie or like now claim to be like communist you know what i mean or like maybe they were like super pro establishment and other anti-establishment and i've kind of feel like i've been in the same ish I've, I've gotten more aware of how the system works but even as a kid i think i was like pro obama yeah yeah you're you're always a, the, liberal whack jobs the universal health care even as a kid for my whole life has seemed like the obvious good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it has something to do with the fact that like my dad is uh Canadian. Yeah. But I was always like, why do my relatives in Toronto all have free health care and we just don't? Well, I know the reason. Yeah. It's Cause we, when we had an economic boom in the fifties after world war two, there's so much employment, so much work for, that all insurance became employer-based. Yes. And so we live in an employer-based insurance system under the premise that people are going to be working. The and fact that there's so many freelance now. people and so many people aren't working and yeah. everything else. The, the economic system is so much different now in terms of like how people make a living. It's very rare that... I mean, I'm not going to say it's rare. It's probably still maybe the most common thing, but... The you work for the same company for forty years, and you get insurance and you get a pension, and like you mm-hmm. accumulate wealth and you rise up in the company. It's like just way less of that now. There's oh, so of much individual entrepreneurship. And people freelancing. change jobs a lot more. They change where they live a lot more. Totally, it's just a completely different world, and it the needs a completely different healthcare plan. So in order to do that, you can't throw on Obamacare. You got to completely dismantle the entire system. Which Amen. There's going to be so many people who are going to be opposed to that. It's a never going to happen. Amen. Yeah. Tommy for president. Tommy for president. All right, guys. I think that's good. Beep boop. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. <laughs>